Welcome to Pointed Questions. My name is Brent Weinbach. With me is Donnie Devanian. Our guest today is technical writer Kelsey. We will be talking to her about simplicity and the everyday things we take for granted and giantism of the genitalia on this episode of Pointed Questions. You write instruction manuals? Sometimes, but mostly I create documentation um, that's hosted in a learning center or an um, knowledge base, so internally. Um, what I do is I create internal documentation and external documentation, and what that is is I'm creating, on the internal side, I'm creating documentation for internal users, um, and that would be basically support agents, agents that are using these articles to support uh, inquiries that customers might have. You write scripts for tech support? Partially, that's part of the job. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also creating, you know, troubleshooting documentation, how-to documentation, so like step-by-step stuff. And I'm also creating external documentation as well. Um, so that's kind of learning center documentation. Um, if you need to learn how to set up a product, uh, requirements for that product, things of that nature. Do you also write scripted things such as, hi, how are you doing? Yeah, you do write that. I do write stuff like that, especially for uh, something that's called a hotkey, which is a canned response for email. Um, That's mostly where I'm doing that. Um, But also kind of laced within some of these articles, there is scripting. Have you ever written anything for robots? No, not yet. Or (laughs) recordings? Um, No. This documentation, Mm -hmm. what does it entail? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Good question. I guess, depending on your audience, so let's just say we're focusing on an internal audience, so a support agent. Um, Let's just say it's, it could be either something that goes over kind of policy, um, or it could be something that is more technical, like troubleshooting. So if there's an issue, let's just say um, this could be something that's ongoing or this can be something that's temporary that you have a workaround for and typically you'll work with um, product and engineering to get that workaround to create these documents. What's an example? Would Mm -hmm. it be customer support for a TV? (laughs) Okay. Or something? Yeah. Um, Well. And they don't know how to use their TV. Yeah, let's just say setup. Okay. kind of how I'll structure my article is I'll provide, and let's just say, do you want to do internal or external? So for a customer, for a support agent, support agent. Let's do this. Let's do support agent. Okay. So you'll have a very brief overview that'll basically say this document is going to provide you with information to set up a, I don't know, Samsung TV or whatever. Um, It'll then you'll want to list your requirements, um, what you'll need to do that, um, and then kind of step. Then you'll add um, your steps. So uh, step one: take the TV out of the box. Step two: uh, plug in the TV. Oh, so you'll write the instructions even for the customer support agent? Yes. Uh huh. I mean, if it's needed. Um, and is it written out like that? Step one, take it out of the box. You wrote that? No, 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 no. I did not write that. Um, I, no, it's it's not. So when you're looking at internal documentation versus external, external will have a lot more information like that, uh, whereas an internal writer doesn't necessarily need to know that information. Um, Not that you're telling a customer, hey, take this out of the box, but as far as, like, plugging it in, an internal writer won't need to know that. Okay, say it is external, right? Mm-hmm. And it's for a user. Right. You write step one, take it out of a box. Or okay. step two, turn on the TV, press the button on the right-hand side or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not coming up with that, obviously. No. Who's coming up with that? Yes, so you work really closely with product and engineering, the people that work on these products, people that develop them. Yeah. Um, they'll give you documentation, um, 
that basically it's it's pretty technical. You'll take that uh, technical kind of jargon and you'll turn it into something that uh, end user it's can understand depending on who your audience is. A little more digestible. External. Yeah, 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 exactly. But isn't it pretty digestible as is? I mean, how complicated is it what they're writing or what they're saying? Um, they're just including a lot of information that you don't necessarily need. So um, you go through and you see what is essential yeah what does the user really need to know and 100 let's make this as simple as possible yes okay and you try to do that for the internal as well 100 percent. yeah uh-huh mm. and less is more you don't work for the company that has the product you work for a hired company that does this sort of thing for different you can products. um but no i my experience is um I work directly for that company. Um, uh -huh. I'm writing documentation. For that the supports, company that has the product. Yeah, that supports uh -huh. the product or the service. Yeah. yeah. But there are definitely writers that freelance or work at like an agency. Um, are you allowed to say what service it provides? You don't have to mention the product if you don't want to, but or if you're not allowed um, to, but are, well, are you I allowed to say what? hint at it. Uh, yeah. In the past for like five years, I worked for a very well-known tech company, um, one of like the biggest uh famously known for oh, I know. Uh, their I search engine amongst okay, other got innovations it. Got yeah it. <laughs> yeah um and now i work for a company a software company that um helps you it, it, it's an online postage company essentially it um hmm. yeah but the previous company mm -hmm. what stuff were you writing for them um so that company has a suite of uh, products that you're probably familiar with, you might even have in your home, mm. um, i.e. a voice-activated speaker. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I actually helped launch that product amongst a bunch of other uh, products. You do have to be creative about the way you present the material, I guess, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. So you want to internally, obviously, you want to use language that is very concise. Um, no run on sentences. You just want to get to the point externally as well. Um, in general, this documentation is kind of cut and dry. You're not trying to add a bunch of fluff or, you know, big words. Mm. You, you're not trying to make it sound intellectual. Mm. You um, have to be creatively sound very basic simple simple yes. you have to be creatively sound simple which is seems almost uh, elegant well i was gonna say it seems almost like yeah. <laughs> it seems almost like opposite mm -hmm. things in a way to creatively sound simple it, it is right it's um it's just a different way of writing for sure I do you feel you have to be imaginative um Sometimes, yes, um, especially for a topic that's more complex, you kind of have to be really creative, kind of like a puzzle piece, um, and making sure you include all the necessary pieces, but do it in a way that's, yeah, very succinct, concise, and to the point. Because at the end of the day, um, if you have a customer who is already frustrated and they're just like, oh, I just want this to work. And they're trying to avoid calling the call center. If they're able to go to an article and just resolve the issue themselves, um, it really alleviates a lot of that frustration. Mm -hmm. Do you try to picture a face when you're writing this stuff? Yeah, I'm I'm the face. I've been on the other end, so I understand. Um, no, but the... <laughs> do you try to picture a face speaking like, these words, um, saying this? I mean, do you imagine... Almost, are you writing it for a character? No. No. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess, who is speaking in a way? You know what I mean? Is there any kind of character speaking, be it a robot? Are you thinking of a robot face? You know what I mean? Or are you thinking of purely just words? Um, well, I definitely have the audience in mind. Um, as far as a character... I'm saying the speaker, though, yeah. Uh, the speaker? Yeah. Oh, like when I'm writing, am I like... Step one, like yeah, yeah. who's <laughs> yeah. who's saying the lines? Step one, turn off your TV or whatever. Who's saying those lines in your mind? Are you thinking of anybody? I'm I'm not. I guess it's me. Sorry. Or are you just thinking of a void saying these words in a way? Um, just a faceless. Are you thinking of, even of a being? No. 
Do you say it out loud before you? I I do. Uh, you do. You say it out loud. I say it out loud. You say it in the I, mirror. I like. I no, I don't say it in the mirror. I'll try that. Um, but yeah, I I just like to hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, really, actually, now that I think about it, I'm not really saying it out loud. I'm just reading it. Um, a bunch. Maybe I'll say it out loud, but yeah, I'm just reading it kind of over and over again, making sure I could get it as concise as it needs to be. Have you ever gotten notes that have asked you to make the language more friendly? Um, Mm. Yes. I think because I'm more so, uh, my experience is writing internally. Um, That kind of writing, that fluffy kind of language, like, um, you know, get started or uh, I guess when I'm trying to think because I usually don't write Kind something of like playful this. or fun like that right or at least yeah. when i'm creating documentation i try to eliminate that stuff what are go-to words that are fluffier um, for this sort of stuff sure i'm trying to started think right rather than no no get started is actually something you could use internally as well but um hey there <laughs> hi no um here are some quick easy tips and tricks kind of stuff like that ah, yeah mm. tips and tricks easy quick yeah you Those shouldn't assume some that something's easy because you know someone might be go to your documentation and not be able to go through all the steps this job requires yeah. you to have a very good understanding of what you're writing about a hundred percent yes so do you use the products so that um, you understand them better yes a hundred percent i think uh a lot of times some writers are either i don't want to say lazy maybe they kind of forget that they can test the product themselves to find the answers they need they kind of just want to go to engineering or product and be like hey answer this for me but um i try to have good relationships with those people i value their time so um, i whatever i can do i will try to test the product i will look at uh, documentation they've created and um yeah do you have a passion for this that's an interesting question um I feel like I'm having an existential crisis kind of <laughs> right now with Cur- my job currently. Mm. Well, Why? Um, How long have you been in the game? I've been in the game for like seven, eight years. Mm. Um, and in general, when I think you have passions outside of your regular nine to five, that can kind of eat at you a little bit mm. and um, you start to resent your job. Um, a little bit. What are your prerequisites to getting into this kind of work? Yeah. Um, I, I kind of just fell into it, but typically if uh, any technical writers are listening out there, uh, um, and also can I quickly make a distinction between uh, two types of technical writers? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's an API documentation writer. Um, that's one type of documentation writer and then there's an end user documentation writer which is my domain um i can quickly explain what those are uh, if your eyes glaze over i apologize um but an api documentation writer creates documentation um, that supports an api and ap or api stands for application p programming interface which is essentially a mechanism that um allows two pieces of software to communicate with each other um, so, for example, you're on a login page, um, and you know you have kind of a few options to log in. Let's just say you're on Etsy or something, and you can log in using your username or your um, and your email. Facebook account. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Facebook account, uh, Instagram. Um, those are called single sign-on options. Um, and so, basically, Etsy's using Facebook's API to securely log you in. Um, and the type, their audience is like developers, engineers, uh, programmers. That's as much as I can speak to that because it is very technical. Um, I have a great respect for those writers. Um, but yeah, that's definitely not my lane. I kind of explained what I do. Um, I'm creating documentation that supports, um, the pro- a product and a service, um, and our audience is internal users and external users. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, did you have to go through some kind of training to do this, or yeah. did you you go to school for it, or you, what? You can go to school for it. I wish I knew it was a major, but truthfully, I didn't know that um, I even would fall into this kind of career if you were talking 
Did you or, go to college? Yeah, I did go to college. I went to San Francisco State University. And what did you major in? Communications. I didn't know what I wanted to do. It's mm-hmm. a pretty broad major. Um, I'm glad I did it because it gave me some options. Of and what. how did you fall into this? Um, it's a good question. Um, after I graduated, I was an intern at a magazine. Um, after that, I worked at a small startup um, and, at, and at the magazine, I was doing a little writing, but it was more so like marketing and PR stuff. And then also at the uh, startup that I worked at, after that, same thing. Um, and after that, I was unemployed for about a year, couldn't find a job. Um, so I applied to a job at that company that I told you about. And uh, You applied for a job. Did you know what the job was? I honestly, truthfully, when I read the job description, I was a little confused about what it was. But I was, at that point, I hadn't been working for a year. I was just, you know, throwing my hat at the wind, seeing where it would land. Um, and I got that job. Some, I honestly don't know how I got it. Um, huh, even though you didn't have experience really doing that sort of thing. Not with technical writing. I think it's because I had writing experience and it wasn't when I started, it wasn't actually a technical writing job. It was more of an editor. I was editing training documentation. Um, so I think maybe that's why, but uh, yeah. Do you like what you do and do you have fun doing it? Has it ever been fun for you? It, <laughs> that's a better way of putting it. Yeah. I, I do enjoy it and it, it, it is challenging. That's what I like about it. Um, I like that, you know, it's things are constantly changing and um you're constantly learning new things i think i heard this on a podcast that technical writers are lifelong learners essentially because of you know the products and services that you support they're constantly changing and improving so um yeah you're you're just constantly learning um and adapting to new concepts and ideas do you enjoy reading other technical writings that are not your own. I do. You and do. I do. I like to see other people's skills. <laughs> and do you yeah. ever see them and think I have an issue with it, or it's it's yeah, hundred percent. I'm like, oh my gosh, why is that word there? It doesn't need to be there. Yeah. You ever give notes for that, or no? I mean, no. no why would you? Right? you know, no, but no, it, they don't want to hear it. This job has made you more aware of other technical yes, documentation, definitely. And did you, as a child, did you like reading stuff like this? No. 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 Did really, you like reading yeah. instruction manuals when you were a child? No. No. I told you this is something I fell into. I, I did not see this. This wasn't a dream right. for me or anything. No, but yeah. I mean, it maybe wasn't something that you did enjoy a little bit to some degree in the past. Had you ever wondered, have you ever been on the phone with uh-huh. customer support mm-hmm. or technical support and thought, this script they're reading is pretty poor? Not necessarily the script. It's more so um, the support steps they're taking to uh, assist me. And it could be, um, and it probably is just they don't have the proper documentation or they can't find it, which is also an issue um, to support the customer. Um, Do technical writers also write ingredients on boxes? That's a good question. I no. I'm going to no. say no. Yeah. But technical writers do write instruction manuals. They do. I I just I have a, I think I did it for one product, but um, oh, you did. I I don't have a lot of experience with that. Uh-huh. Yeah. But they, that's definitely some of the documentation that they do create. What sort of product was it that you wrote an instruction manual for? Um, I think I mentioned uh, a voice-activated speaker. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. Was there ever an instruction manual that was in print for that? Uh, I mean, it was printed on the box. Oh, it yeah. was? Yeah. The instructions yeah. were and did printed you, on the box. And you wrote all that? Um, with the help of other people. Did you ever have that box up on your shelf and s- signed or something like that? Or No, s- I was actually, when I was preparing for this, I was thinking, because I, I thought you, you might ask me about uh, that kind of documentation. Um, I can't, I remember working on it, but I, I can't really even remember the process I took to create that. Um, mm-hmm. it, I, I only did it once. It, w- it was fun. It was interesting. Was it neat to see the things you wrote printed on a box? Yes. Um, also, something that you might find interesting. And do you is, consider yourself published because of that? I'm a published, yes, author for sure. <laughs> um, no, but uh, 
another cool project related to that product that I got to work on is um, some of the responses. I got to write some of those, which was very cool. Some of the responses? Oh, oh, for... Continue. The, <laughs> the uh, for the AI. The, for the, yeah, 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 for the... Voice. Pro- yes. Oh, like it's you wrote some of the a handful. I don't want to take credit. So Are there a second. so many? There's so the so, vo- many. so you, many. Yeah. So the way it works Whoa. is you say, oh, let's just say the name of the service is called Jones or whatever, okay. right? And you say Jones, look up this or whatever, mm-hmm. right? That's what you do, right? Yeah. I mean, that's how the product works. Yeah. And then, okay, looking up whatever it is, you know, yeah. looking up fish paste. You wrote, okay, looking okay. up. And yeah, then whatever. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How varied can those responses be? Well, this was actually a little more fun and less technical because you try to give it a little more of a personality. You do. Um, what are the, some of the ones you wrote? Then? I can't. It's been so long. That did was like one ever, of the first products I worked on. When the voice says, I'm sorry, I can't look this up, did you think, let's have them apologize? Was that your decision? I don't think it was my decision, but uh, I'm behind it. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> you want that apology? I want, I want that apology, yeah. yeah. I want to give the user that apology. Okay. Yeah. So you have actually written for a robot voice before. You're blowing my mind. I guess so, yeah. Huh. <laughs> then going back to my original question, when writing for something like that, mm-hmm. and I know you don't remember it that well, but do you picture a face? Kind of. Do you picture a being, and what did that being look like? It... Because at that time, um, we had the actual product on our desk. I was, I was picturing the product itself, like, as the character. Well, okay, there's only one voice for that, right? Um, or can you pick between I, you different... You can pick. You can pick different voices. Yeah. So you can pick a male voice or female voice, or you can pick... Can you pick different accents? Oh, man. I, I'm sure now you can. I'm sure it's evolved, mm. yeah. Well, I guess my question is say it's the female voice do you picture a certain person looking like that what do you picture I feel like I should be after these questions well I'm just yeah. wondering I mean or are you just really purely just thinking of it more abstractly and I, yeah no I, I I get what you're saying I guess now I'm second guessing myself I'm like wait can you pick uh its voice but well let's just say it's a female voice yeah right? yeah, yeah are you by putting a face to that you voice. putting a face to the voice, particularly when you're writing it. And if so, what does that face look like? What color is her hair? Mm-hmm. So on and so forth. Yeah. Eyes color. Glasses, um, no glasses. <laughs> um, Short hair, long hair. Okay. You know, piercings. Um, I'm wondering now if at that time I did. I'm sure I did. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't I I guess not because I can't remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So more just a disembodied voice. Yeah, like At Rosie your, from the Jetsons is what, if I had to put probably a face well, to even it. Even Rosie yeah. it looks like something. Uh, you know? There we go. Yeah. So it was a <laughs> robot. And nothing for the male vo- Is there a male voice? I don't even know. But. Now I'm, th- I'm pretty sure you can choose, but now I'm doubting myself. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't think so. One might feel this is a dry subject. Yes. Do you find it very fascinating? Um, I think just in general, as writers, a technical writer, um, most people think it's just, it's a, it's a boring career. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be, I guess, if all you're doing is just updating documentation. Um, I think something cool, I guess, rewarding about the job is when you get to take a new product um and something that might be extremely you know technical and complex and um you're looking through a bunch of documentation and you keep funneling it down funneling it down until it's something that's you know legible and understand or understood by um everyone i guess that's reading it i i think that's it, it takes a lot of work. Um, yeah. Having done this job for as long as you have, mm-hmm. do you no longer take for granted stuff like this that you might have in the past before this? Mm. So, mm-hmm. for example, probably a lot of people don't put a lot of thought into, well, somebody actually wrote this mm-hmm. when it comes to technical documentation, right? People don't think, 
someone actually put some time right. and effort into making this simple and easy to read and able to convey what it needs to convey, right? Mm-hmm. And people don't really think about that kind of thing because right. it's so simple and yeah. technical, and right? Yeah. So one, did you not think about those sort of things before doing this job? And two, do you now think about that a lot when you see that sort of documentation and other things? Yeah. And three, does it now make you think about things that are not technical, not related, but you th- things that you took for granted in the past, do you now think, oh, somebody actually put some time into designing that or picking the color of this or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Does it make you more aware and conscious of details like that now about other things? Yes. Um, I'll start with that last one. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, definitely. Um, Just a a product itself from um, start to end, there are so many elements and so many people involved in creating that product and creating the best user experience for um, that user, whoever's buying it. Um, I think a lot of thought, you know, something could take about a year to complete, um, you know, the engineering, the designers that design it, um, the UX writers, let's just say there's an app along with the product, um, just everything that goes into it, it, there's a lot of thought, um, and it's mostly uh, being created in mind with the user. You didn't really think about that stuff until this job, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, in a way, does it make really ordinary things seem so much more multifaceted? Because so many people went into making something so simple. Definitely. And does it make you kind of appreciate those things more? Yes, I would say so. Uh Definitely. Yeah. Do you appreciate simplicity in general more? I do. I think um, people assume simplicity is something that's easily achieved. I, I. strongly disagree yeah Um, yeah do you do you like less lines on your furniture or less like things on it um you You know what teslas i i i'm not a fan of the tesla sorry 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 no no no, 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 please (laughs) appreciate that you even consider that i could have one but (laughs) what were you you, okay you're about the furniture oh no um i really like stuff with personality on it so like vibrant colors and maybe I'm, i'm a fan of a stripe or a polka dot. Um, Me too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't like a lot of clutter. Um, I like things to be organized and functional. Mm-hmm. Has working in this job affected your own day-to-day language? Um, Do you try to speak more mm, economically? You know what? I wish I was more articulate right now. I'm hearing myself. I'm like, oh, my God. But, um I, I'm typically one that tends to ramble. I think that's why right. I, I like to write because it gives me the time to really think about what I want to say. Uh-huh. Um, Do you feel you can train yourself to speak more like the way you write? No. Uh, there's too much on the back end. Do you think yeah. so? <laughs> text are different though, maybe. Um, yes. What about when you write emails to people? Definitely. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to make them as short as possible you, and to the point. Mm. Are you yeah. put off by unnecessary words when people speak them? Not when they speak them, but when they write them. But what yeah. about when they speak them? Um, sometimes if someone's taking a really roundabout way to explain something. What or if they aren't? But you're more forgiving as far as like verbal. Yeah. What if they aren't taking a long time to explain something, but they use words that are superfluous okay. and they use certain words to try to make to like something sound... Off? Yes, to show okay. off or to make something sound more interesting or more important than it actually is. Yeah, I don't like those people. Like <laughs> Those people? You don't yeah. like those people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're, they're trying to prove something. You don't need to prove anything to me. What I'm really mm-hmm. getting at is mm-hmm. the word literally, okay? Uh-huh. People use this word a lot these literally. days. Literally, yeah. And it's not necessary ever, pretty much ever. Right, and, and it doesn't make sense and, in most contexts. And is that yeah. a word that you don't like? And if so... Do you dislike it in part because of what you do? Um, you know, I'm not perfect. Um, I'm sure I've used literally when I'm speaking, you know, with friends and whatnot, or like, or... Yeah, like is another word. Yes, yeah. these filler words. Are there ways that you've tried to train yourself to not say like? 
no, there's, I don't have like a shot collar. Do you feel you <laughs> yeah. speak better now than you did say eight years ago or however long you've been doing this? I mean, I hope so, I guess is my answer. Yeah. Well, okay. Is there a piece of like work that you think is just unbelievable? <laughs> um, there are certain help centers that I visit um, that I, I like. I think um, Google has uh -huh. uh, their documentation is really well done. In general, yes, I, I will visit certain sites and review their, obviously I can't review their internal stuff, but I'll review. Do you find the author and try to see, check their other work out and see like, oh, this they got a good thing going. No. <laughs> I can learn a little. No, but there are technical writing podcasts that have. Oh, really? Yeah, there are. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, they kind of discuss like the science of technical writing and best practices and things it is like that. Who are these people? Um, they're, they're technical writers. They're technical writers. Do you, you listen to these podcasts? respect them? Um, not often, but when I do, I'm like, I should do it more um, because they do have good tidbits. Do you Did think they ask you on? Okay. Oh, God. Cool. No, Would I, you be a guest on that? Oh, you would no, speak. after just hearing How do those here. people speak? <laughs> oh, you're yeah. speaking great. I How do those people speak? I barely can. Um, on those podcasts. Are they pretty efficient in the way they say? They're, they're very efficient. And I, I, every time I listen to them, I'm like, oh, God, I wish I could just articulate myself that way do they um, use words that we don't like definitely not and <laughs> since it is uh they're not using literally um but since they are speaking about a topic and their audience is technical writers they may use some words that uh you might not know or acronyms that you might not know uh -huh. yeah there's obviously a science to this is there an art to it I definitely think there's an art to mm -hmm. it, yes. Yeah. Do you consider yourself a creative artistic writer in this field? Maybe drop. I, creative in... Creative in the way that you construct yes. oh, and yeah. present this stuff, yeah. Yes. You condense all this? And condense. You're kind of a, an editor in a way. I mean, 100%. Really. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a big I mean, that's what it's, you started as anyway. It was yeah. an editor. When you, you first got into this, you thought, oh, I could easily do this. No. Um, I actually had a bit of a chip on my shoulder. I wasn't mm. very good <laughs> in high school. If you were to ask Miss Bowman or tell her what I'm doing today, it's my English teacher, um, she would probably be like, what? What was she mad about your essays? Um, I just didn't really, I was just kind of a bad student. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't care. So you were doing the other things that you're having an existential crisis about right now? Uh, no, no, not at all. Okay. I was just being a kid. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's you have gotten bored of this job at this point? A little bit, I think. Why? I, it's just the same old thing or what? Um, How many jobs do you have open at the same time? And that's not to, I want to keep it on that. Um, I just want to hear that before. Yeah, you're, you can be working on a, a, a bunch of articles at once, even, you know, training documentation or modules. Um, but, yeah, you have to learn how to prioritize things. If something's launching right away, you need to focus on that first. And Do you have dreams of technical stuff? Um, yes. What, it, just it, dreams of words? Uh, dreams of... Reading documentation? <laughs> clarity? Uh, yeah, I think of, of clarity. Do you ever have nightmares about it? It's more so nightmares, honestly. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? That you're not translating something correctly or you're not... You know what? It's not even, I think, the work itself. Um kind of the things that are leading me to an existential crisis. It's more so like I'm, I'm just tired of the corporate kind of life. What did you there's mean by just, that? Ugh, there's just so many. Um, I don't know what that is. Um, <laughs> it's what? That's what I figured. I know. it's uh, Okay. Your phone farts? I, I, okay, didn't, no, question, I didn't question it. Okay. Um, but... Yeah, just there's obviously like the office politics, the water cooler conversations, the meetings. You I'm, work in an you office? You have to go to the place I, I don't, but all those things still apply. You're still meeting on Zoom mm. um, and I all of that. Yeah. Um, also, just in general, uh, the tech world is still very male-dominated, and um, it, it, it can be hard. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's not the job itself it's the sort of environment that is making you it's a little bit of feel everything. like you maybe don't want to be in this world anymore it's a little bit of everything yeah mm -hmm. i don't want to be a bummer though no <laughs> no no no, no, no. and what is it making sure. you think you want to do 
Um, you developed a skill set from this, right? Yeah, no. Can you mm-hmm. apply the skill set to something else and what? Um, that's a good question. I think you can apply it to everyday life, you know, when you're uh, writing, talking to people. What about um, profession? Um, yeah, because... What other well, jobs can you do from this? <laughs> Novel writing. Write a well, novel. Uh, well, not. It's it's definitely a different type of writing. Um, that's a good question. Now that I think about it, when you were saying another kind of job, what you've learned on you know as a technical writer, I think it applied to different kind of corporate jobs because you know you're a, a lot of it is communicating mm-hmm. with different stakeholders. You know uh. you'll have to do that in let's say you're a project manager or something like that. Um, oh, email yeah. etiquette, things like that. If you're working for a big company. Um, but as far as a completely kind of different job, that's, that's a good question. I'd I'd have to think about it. Yeah. Were you ever interested in a different kind of writing, creative writing? Yeah. Say the writing of fiction. Have you ever been interested in that? And Um, if so, mm -hmm. have you ever thought about writing a fictional piece in technical writing? You know, I'd be very, employing technical writing yes. to write, say, a novel or even a short story. Well, you know what? I think more authors could take a note from the book of a technical writer. I think sometimes they try to use a lot of complex language to make, uh, I guess, their books or, you know, essays or whatever sound more complex mm-hmm. uh, and smart yeah. uh, than they need to. Um, so Ernest I would, tried to get it pretty simple, right? What was that? Hem- Ernest Hemingway. Yeah. Yeah. Bukowski. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do no. you respect them or no? Uh, I, I don't. You, I, no comment. Do you know the names? <laughs> I don't. Are there any notable technical writers? Um, from this podcast, there are. There's like, oh. uh, I don't know if they're celebrities, renowned, but well, well respected. There's renowned. Yeah, these, technical the guests writers. that they have on these podcast yeah they're like big time who created hustlers, this job yeah hustlers not hustlers how long <laughs> is, how long has the job been around technical writing? um good question i know that it's a major that's um in more universities now but it's still a very kind of limited major um it's a job that's always in demand also um so it's a good racket to get into if you're interested does it pay well it pays pretty well. Is the starting pay pretty high too? Um, or did you have to work your way up to that? Work your way up, but starting pay is not bad, especially if you're working for some of these bigger tech companies. Yeah. Is starting pay six figures? No. Mm-hmm. I was just curious. Yeah. <laughs> and how long has the job been around? Oh, I'm not sure. In the directions on food products, the last step will oftentimes be enjoy. Uh-huh. You see, that's Did the a technical kind of, writer write that? No. And if so, it was uh, yeah, not a good one. I, I don't see that's the stuff that if like marketing were to come to me and they're like, make this a little more um, user friendly. Uh, that, that um, No, I don't, I don't like that kind so of stuff. So you don't like it when directions say have fun or enjoy? No. It sounds patronizing to me. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't uh-huh. tell me what to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Do they ever kind of attach it to your work and then it looks like you wrote it? Um, I would be very upset okay, if that good. was the Doesn't case. Know. Yeah. Does your work ever get modified by somebody else? Um, well, right now in my current role, it's kind of just me. So, no. Do you but have your own office? I mean, no, it's home. at home. It's yeah. at home, right? You ever been haunted by a project? You couldn't, you couldn't quite, quite crack it, but you've been trying and trying, staying up at night, showing people. Yeah, but it's it's mostly because I don't understand uh, either a feature or something like that. I don't have hmm. a good grasp of it, so I'll need to like go back with product and try to get a better understanding. Mm-hmm. So you don't usually get stumped. It's pretty, uh, no. it's pretty, pretty effortless. No, I, I, I sometimes some articles will take me longer than others. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to get a job somewhere just so you could learn how to use the product better? You know, um, and get instruction direct from the people working on the products? For example... Say, yeah, one, one more time. If you had a Samsung TV and you wanted to go into the service menu to 
adjust certain parameters and you didn't know where to start, did you ever want to work for Samsung so that you could get inside information that you can't get as a regular consumer? Um, I have not had that urge, but uh, if there are any technical writers that want to get into this field or yeah you're not necessarily a technical writer but you're interested in technical writing i highly recommend um applying for um a job that um a job where there's a product that you actually like and are interested in Mm -hmm. um were you interested in the one that where you were for five years um well that was just a whim in a way. You got no, the job. Exactly. Okay, fine. Forget but that. But once I was in there and the products I actually got to work on, I was excited to create. Do they make you use the product as well? Yeah, you. they give them to you. Right. Yeah. And where you are now, the postage place, <laughs> did you get that job because you really like that sort of thing? You like postage? Um, you know, I've, I've, I, mean, I don't collect stamps or anything like that. But um, Do you yeah. like sending things off? <laughs> No, like mailing things? No, but it does eliminate uh, the hassle at the post office. So You get free posters now? No. no. I, I get a free account, which you know I'm able to use to get discounted sure. postage, but yeah. But it's not something you were really I know. liked in the beginning with. So is that part of why you're having an existential crisis? Maybe. Is because you're not such a super passionate about the product? Possibly. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Mm-hmm. So what are some products that you could maybe be interested in? Um, Maybe you could start writing for. No, that's there. Definitely are products out there. It's just. What would be a dream product for you? Mm. Um, what do you love to do? What do I love to do? Well, I love music, so maybe working for like a, a Spotify or an Apple Music would be. Cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Huh? Is there any place for a technical writer when it comes to a specific band or artist? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. They're they're more so, I think. It's got to be a service PR of sort. It has to be a service that people use. A service or a product, essentially. Service or a product, but not a, an album, I guess. No. <laughs> Why would you need? Because well, it has like to be the something summary that summary of a movie or something. Well, that reminds me. There is an album um, where, God, I can't think of. I own it, and I can't think of who it is. But uh, describe it. I'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, essentially, it's like on the cover they've given you almost like a, a like a, a subscription for like a pill or something, and there's steps within it. Like, uh, take this when you're feeling happy. Take this at this hour. Take a second dose if you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I could have written that. Who knows? But besides that, yeah. do technical writers write what's on medicine bottles? No. <laughs> Uh-huh. No, but actually, maybe um, take three times a day. Does someone have to think that? Yeah, up? I, I don't know. Three times a day with a meal. I I <laughs> I don't know. There are technical writers. I don't know too much about this field, so I don't, I don't want to speak to it. But that are medical technical writers. So maybe that's what they're doing. I don't know what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you never loved looking at the back of boxes to look at the directions. Uh, not or ingredients. Not no. <laughs> and you not. never liked reading instruction manuals. Or board game instructions? No. Do you like looking at manuals now? Um, I mean, when you see a thick manual, say it's a car no. manual, you don't want to just read that thing as your book, leisure book. Not at all. No? No, 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 no. Yeah. Do you um, want to skim through it at least? If anything, uh, maybe a little bit out of curiosity of why is this thing so long? Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, yeah. But, uh-huh. but really, no. Yeah. Uh-huh. But you don't have the urge to seek out dense manuals or technical documentation no no real urge yeah mm-hmm. no 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah do you yes i do yeah well certainly when i was younger i used mm-hmm. to love reading the back of boxes because is this something to do while you eat oh well like cereal boxes like something fun but you don't or take not necessarily and... not necessarily that even something fun but you know, sometimes the product has their story in the back. Yeah. I would read the story. Oh, I kinda, okay, or yes. sometimes I was very happy to read the nutrition facts. Mm. You know, but while you're eating too, right? While I'm eating. Okay. Are you, were you a health conscious No, boy? it's just something to read and it's interesting to know, oh, how much of this is in this and what ingredients and so on and so forth. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah, oh, yeah. It's that. not, that you know, no, really no. technical writing, I guess. But You ever told anybody since you started this job that I love my job? 
Has, have you ever said to that to your family, friends, anybody, or just to yourself at home? Has it, it was like such a point where you were having so much, such a good time, and you're so happy with the career choice. You're like, I love my job. Well, I I do have good days, um, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I've necessarily proclaimed like I love my job. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that just comes with um, having a passion for other kind of pursuits. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure if if this was like my main. You know, I every day I'm like, I love what I do. I'm sure, yeah, that'd be mm-hmm. the feeling. What are your other pursuits? Um, so, actually, I moved to L.A. because um, I got into a writing program at UCLA, and Ooh. it was writing for television. So I oh, nice. would like to do something more kind of creative in I that see. vein. Oh, yeah. sweet. Okay. But it doesn't pay the bills, so I, I need to keep my job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. When you tell people what you do for a living, mm-hmm. What are people's reactions usually? Do they move on or do they ask a lot of questions? That's a good question. I feel like more so I'm, before they can even ask or even feign interest, um, I'm like, oh, it's really boring. Um, So, Mm. yeah, I just assume that they don't have an interest in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has anyone besides me? No, you're the only one. That's why I was so shocked. Been so interested. Okay. <laughs> yeah, when you did, I was. I thought you were making fun of me for a quick moment. Yes. <laughs> when did you think it was real? Um, when you kept going. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You do try to be concise, simple, and maybe user friendly in your other aspects of your life. Have you ever written a dating profile? No, keeping I, these things in mind. I have not, uh-huh. um, and just because I haven't tried any of those, um, I think my friends think that you would be really good at it, or my friends actually will have me write stuff for them. That's or, what I'm asking too. Yeah, they will. You have, have yeah, me write stuff for them, or and com- you've written it in a technical sort of way. Not in a technical sort of way, um, but something simple to the point. To the point, maybe a little cheeky, digestible. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, and also I had to put a stop to it. Uh, Instagram, um, what is it called? Not descriptions. The post or comments. Yeah. Yeah. Underneath the photo, you can write a little something. Caption. Thank you. Caption. No, that is it. I, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. No, you're correct. Um, the caption. Yeah. I had to put a stop to that. What do you mean put a stop? I, my friends were hitting me up too much. Really? Your friends would ask you to do yeah, this? Yeah, it was more so like, and get why, your own personality. They were going to ask. Wait, why do they ask you? I, might, I honestly want to ask you. And something. why do they ask you to do this? I, I don't know. Even this podcast episode description. <laughs> they ask you to do this because you are good at writing short things or something? Um, Maybe it's that. I think, uh, I don't know, maybe I, I was able to write something silly and it's more so like personality wise it's like be be you yeah mm-hmm. what's an example of right. someone's dating profile that you wrote how did you add your signature oh, style onto that mm-hmm. your technical style <laughs> i don't i don't what's know an example i think i i it was so long ago um but i think you have a certain amount of characters you can use ah. so helping them kind of get down what they wanted to get across and mm. uh those however many characters yeah uh-huh but did you pull out any other new qualities in them that they didn't see in themselves that you saw in them that would be good? I love for, that. You know? That's so sweet. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Right. I, yeah. I, I can't remember. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. I know that people don't seem that interested in your job, but yes. does your family and or your significant other, if you have one, yeah, are those people interested? Hmm. Um. I feel like I've tried to explain to my family exactly what I do. Um, I actually had a friend tell me, she's like, oh, let me know when this comes out because I'll finally understand what exactly you do. Um, I feel like I try to explain it, but it, it's people, their eyes glaze over. and Even yeah. your own family? Yeah. Significant others? Well, uh, I don't have a significant other, but my family in general uh, – English is their second language. So, you know, I speak Spanish, but my English is definitely better. And I'll try, I'll, I'll do like a mix of English just to try to explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the problem lies with I'm not able to communicate exactly what I do to them. Can you write technical language in Spanish? No way. 
Mm. No way. Yeah, it'd be difficult. I can definitely speak it better than I can write it. You've never yeah. been asked to write? Recently, yes. Someone had me update a hotkey in Spanish, and yeah. So you were posed with that challenge? Oh, nice. Yes, I was. Is Spanish your second language? Yeah. So it's a little harder? Definitely. Yeah, I was, yeah. I, I was surprised that they asked me to do it, but I think they just assumed... <laughs> You yeah. never had any significant others in the past that were really proud of what you did? Um, I don't know if they were proud. Uh, or they thought it was. The, the last person yeah, that I dated, uh, I think was more so impressed that I had my shit together, mm-hmm. um, at least on paper. Yeah. Uh-huh. How was their shit together? Not together. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So How was I, that? Interesting. Uh, were, we'll have to get into that <laughs> another time. Was that person, as they got to know you, you know, mm-hmm. and during the honeymoon phase of your relationship, yeah. did they not seem like they were interested in what you did? No, they they were. I, I think they actually did think it was kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, they did think it was cool. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. There you go. And did they ask you to help with their stuff? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. That's good. But yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, can I ask you guys a question? We don't necessarily need to use it. Of course. Okay, please. cool. Um, so every now and then I'll need to interview someone or be part of a panel. And we ask kind of, a lot of tech companies do this, but um, like a fun kind of, we present it as a low stakes kind of question. And it is, but we are testing their critical thinking skills. Um, I'm going to ask you guys, I'll ask you guys different ones. Who wants to go first? I, I'll go. <laughs> okay. No, I think this sounds good. Okay. Let's do Wait, it. You do this for what reason? Oh, uh, for like, sorry, hiring. Um, so for hiring. Yeah. Okay. So oh. sometimes I'm I'm part of like I, okay. I won't just interview one person. I'll be part of a panel Got for okay. like the training department. Okay. Yeah. Love it. Let's do okay. it. I'm, uh, I'm, I love this, it. Yes. Please. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. So, if you woke up one day and you just woke up as a giant, um. What is the first thing you would do? How would you navigate that day? Well, I'd probably, you know, measure the size of my genitalia <laughs> just to see how much bigger it is. But um, <laughs> no, uh, what would I do if I woke up as a giant? So I'm surprised about this. Yeah, do you typically wake up as a, I don't know, 12 foot, well, not 12 feet, it's not, but like a 100 foot giant or something? So I would be alarmed. Yeah. The first thing I would do is I would try to get medical attention or something, I think. You know? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I would be very concerned with what's going on. Why am I this big? So, yeah, I think I'd probably go to the hospital if I could fit in one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I probably wouldn't See? be able to fit, but I'd have to make my way to a hospital and then somebody come out and check me out. Great answer. Well, <laughs> it is? I mean, what did there's, that no, mean? There's, no, there's no right answer to this. We're okay, trying to gotcha, see gotcha. how you kind of think about things. What's the range of answers? What else? Was I was there? thinking like, okay, first, where are you? You know, are you in your own home? Above yeah, you wake home? up in your own home, yeah. Oh, you're above your home or well, in your oh, home. You're out, you broke, busted out of it, I guess. First, I'd be, I pinch myself in my dreaming. <laughs> then you think maybe I'll find a reflection and make sure this is what I yeah. think it is, you know. Or wait, just to confirm, like you look down, you just see your giant legs and everything well maybe another thing too that might be big no i'm just kidding <laughs> and then <laughs> and then i guess yeah then you'd be scared like people if they saw you they might i would be concerned about so many things i would take a minute i go out to the my house take a second my house is busted now mm-hmm. what am i going to do now i'm homeless essentially right yeah, well obviously you're homeless you're you no longer have clothes yeah uh, no clothes yeah. you're naked actually because <laughs> you didn't you busted through the clothes yeah there's a lot of problems the clothes are gone. The house is gone. You can't text anyone. Well, maybe. I don't know. You can try to get help, but what if, you know, you, I can't, he was a freak. And I can't even eat, call yeah. the police. I can't touch the phone, right? Or right. I can't call That's, anything. Yep. I can't do anything. So I would probably have to just go to a hospital <laughs> and walk to one yeah. and say, I'd probably take one step. I'm there. Exactly. And then, well, I have to find it, sort of. I have to look at it and find a hospital. And I'd have to just get down to the door and say, Hey, I need a doctor ASAP here. And on top of that, uh, well, I need to fix my body first, and then I got to call the insurance company or something. I don't know what's happening. There's a lot of problems. Waking s- up as a giant would be such a problem. You'd probably starving. Now, look, if it was a 12 foot tall situation, that's another story. That's. Yeah. I mean, first no, of all, no, you no, might want to be a giant. By the way, what? You might want to be a giant. You might like how it feels. Well, you could probably start dunking on people. Oh. 
for the example, we'll go 100 foot. Uh, well, 100 feet is just, yeah. that's a you're problem. You're going to have to lay down. There's a big problem there. I mean, you just like you're naked your, too, by the way. Yeah. Just catch your breath. See what's... I mean, think about this. Think about how naked you are. You you're go outside, you're just fully swinging around your penis, everything. <laughs> it's it's a big problem. I would hate it. I would actually a be upset. I, I don't know how that <laughs> would be. I'd actually be quite upset. I'd go to the mall. Maybe a part of me would think, well, this is something different. Maybe that's kind of exciting, I guess. But The be, optimist in you. But yeah. Generally speaking, I'd be very disturbed. I d- yeah, yeah, I could. Why is this a question you would ask, and what we're, does it mean? We're just trying to see how someone thinks about something, their process of uh, you bring them how in they live? get... What was that? You bring them in live to the room and ask them? Um, Pre-COVID, yeah. And then there were 10, 12 people surrounding this person? Not 10, 12, like four. Four people ganging yeah. up on one person. Not ganging up. But staring <laughs> yeah. at him and circled around him. You, you try to make them feel comfortable. Would it be four on you one? Give a drink? There was be four yeah, people sitting? exactly. Four on one. Wow, yep. that's intimidating. It is. And it so is. what was the other? Is there another one? Yes. Do you want to take it, Donnie? Let's take it here. Let's Wait, just hear I, it for Real quick, quick, can I just ask this question? Mm-hmm. Uh, in these situations, how were you all dressed? Business-like or casual? Tech companies are very casual. It's like t-shirts. Same jeans. thing you're yeah. wearing now. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. Donnie. Hit me. Um, wait, wait, hold on. And, and you, quick, can, sorry, you can jump, st- jump in. Real quick, before you do this. What did my answer say to you? Um, it Well, it, at first, it, it, it became more of a discussion. Yeah. But your initial answer... Um, my initial answer was a joke. Disregard that. <laughs> no. Okay, the, your the, initial the, answer was hilarious. Um, but <laughs> following that... Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I believe... I... I it, it, it was fine. I, it was just, truthfully, I was hoping you would get a, a little deeper into it. Um, but what we did, the discussion grew. And that's when I'm like, yes, yes. You know, uh-huh. that's uh-huh. what I'm looking for. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Got you, got you, got you. So think about that. You want longer answers, basically. You well, want. I, I just want you well, to be more methodical about the it. The opposite of technical well, writing. Can we both answer it, or do you want me to answer it? No, no, you're going to go first, but... Uh, one last thing is, so do you think that the company would not have hired me because of my answer? If it was no, as short as... Th- this is honestly such a low-stakes question. It's honestly used to ease uh, okay. ease them a little bit. I thought it was like Isn't it a question that you came up with? <laughs> you yeah. just How did you come up with that question? Uh, no. Uh, well, because when I was at that previous company that I worked at for a long time, that was part of their process. And I think they weighted those questions actually a lot more. I wanted it to be something more fun. Um, and when I started interviewing, I was like, hey, can we kind of throw in a fun critical thinking question? And my boss agreed. And yeah. what would you do if you woke up as a giant? Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I think immediately, obviously, I'd be extremely concerned. Um, I, I guess you probably would have busted out of your house. I would immediately be concerned that I was uh, naked. Um, I'd also probably call my friends and family and be like, hey, I don't know what happened. I woke up and I'm a giant now. I don't want you to You can't see. call them. You would use that thing you launched, That's that product. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can voice activate there it. There we yeah. go. Like that. Um, You're so big, you might not even be able to hear the speaker. Right. Though. Or the speaker bu- is busted at this point, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Smashed. Yeah. I mean, well, let's just say I was able to contact sure. them. Um, I would just let them know, hey, um, I'm a giant now. Do not be scared. I would Ooh. call my people as well, by the way. Yeah, yeah. okay. You're hired. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, just let them know. I, I don't know why immediately my mind went to, oh, my God, the government's going to be after me. Mm. So I think I would just could be move to a remote location and be a what giant What do you do for clothes, though? Sheets. Sheets. Or sheets? There's no sheets there's big a, enough. you got to go to the Hollywood Hills. I, go get some giant curtains off those mansions. <laughs> No, those aren't even big enough. You, there's nothing big enough. Well, you'd have to string them. I think you could start a nudist colony. Um, Uh, Man, (laughs) actually, first of all, another thing that would be going through my mind is I'd be so cold, right? Probably if I was naked, you know. Plus, you know, my body at this point it's higher up in the atmosphere, so it's going to be colder. Yeah, I'm going to be cold. (laughs) I get cold easily. I'm cold right now. It's a little chilly in here. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, let's get Donnie's question here. Okay. Okay. Um, What do we ask people? Um, and you came up with all these? I did, but they're, I didn't come up with them. They're, they're standard used. Okay. Yeah. If you, this is actually more kind of testing technical writing stuff, but if oh you, <laughs> if, 
if you were to um, have an, an alien um, beam down uh-huh. um, on your front lawn and uh, your purpose was to teach them how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, uh-huh. how would you do well, that? Well, am I concerned that there's going to be any danger? They're, let's say they're a friendly kind so of he, I'm just they, They're I, just here to learn how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and take it back up with them to teach all the other aliens. And I, okay. And I, I'm like out front of my house and he just boom, beams yeah, down just, and, and he's like, he oh, knows your really name. Wa-. He's like, Donnie, what's up? Like, can you, what? And, and yeah. I don't need to answer in the way of like, oh, this thing is obviously dangerous. And this... Well, you tell me. Okay. Oh, well, you, we, let's assume the alien is not dangerous. Okay. Okay. Then I would be like, and, and I knew he wanted to make some bread and make a sandwich, make a peanut butter and jelly. Oh, uh, I'm going to let you just answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, first, okay. So the, hit me with the exact question. Sorry. Okay. An alien lands on your front lawn. Okay. And they've heard of this thing called a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. They want you to teach them about it. Okay. I would I would walk him right into the, I would I would first make eye contact and you know kind of give him a very vulnerable look in the eyes just to let him know like I'm pretty I'm connect with him I'm I'm harmless I think you're harmless too you just want peanut butter and jelly no big deal yeah have him come right walk right behind me and I would also on the way in point out to a few things like the you know I have a little like picture near the wall right in the ent- entrance way. I tell him about that just to kind of warm up, give give casual small talk, <laughs> take him into the kitchen, uh-huh. and that's where I'd really try to try to dazzle him. Okay. Because I have a lot of variety bread. What? The first question I think is quite obvious Shoot. that you ask the alien. <laughs> What's that? You first got to ask the alien, "Do you know what bread is?" <laughs> oh my god, it's one of those. No, but this is. It- you can really I, say I anything. Lost. He's oh, no, got to He's got to no, know what bread is first. No, I was smiling when you were responding because I like that. Initially, you wanted to like give the alien a just look in the eye, saying like, "Hey, I'm cool. You, there's, yeah. there's nothing you need to worry about here." Um, so I, I did like that. Okay, that's good. That's good. But that is a good point. That's like he doesn't he's even know. What bread they, is. They so he, he just they, knows what a peanut butter and jelly sandwich is like. He br- just heard the phrase. You got to mm-hmm. explain everything. You can't just assume that this alien. Knows what bread is, but you know how smart this fool is to come down from a different planet. He's he like think how intelligent he's just he is. making sure you, you, he's going to be able to intuit all this shit. I don't need to waste his time. <laughs> Speaking of like condensing <laughs> stuff right, and being right. clear and simple, I don't want to condescend to a fool like this. Thing well, that you have to just preface it by saying, "Hey, I apologize if you already know this, but I just want to make sure you know the basics. You know what bread is, right?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, I can see that. I just didn't want to offend. You know, him. I sh- I should have. I, I like your concern for them, uh, <laughs> but I, I should have <laughs> made it clear that, you know, this species does not know what right. it, they've just, they're coming to you as an expert right, in right. PB&Js. Okay. Yeah. I so actually that was, that. Was, that was my fault. No, no, so no. then what? <laughs> oh, you just go to town in the kitchen or what? You just show them, well, this is bread. <laughs> this mm. is a knife. Yeah, it's a weapon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we I got almond butter and peanut butter. You know, I don't know if you want salt or not. I mean, I guess you just kind of just give them some options, lay them out. I like uh-huh. that. And then I'd be trying to extract information during that whole thing while I'm <laughs> oh, I like that. showing them and yeah. kind of like putting a little bit of the spread on the bread. Mm-hmm. A little jam, a little peanut butter on one side. I'm asking them questions, kind of get information out of them or her, you know. Yeah, them, yeah. Do you say... So, uh, yeah, you just put the peanut butter, you spread it on this slice here. And uh, the pyramids, was that you guys? <laughs> that? The pyramids, um, any comment on the pyramids? you know about the pyramids? And then, I, and then I would tell him to take a seat, you know, on the stool. And I'd sit down and I'd put the sandwich in front of him and I want him to watch him eat it. I want to watch him take a bite, you know. Mm-hmm. I like that. Before you do that, though, you say, this is what I would say. Oh, please. You take out bread, you spread the peanut butter on one side, see? Then you spread jelly on the other side. Yeah. Then you put it together, right? And then the final step, enjoy. <laughs> well, sometimes some people want nice. to cut diagonally too. If you prefer to cut it into two pieces, cut it and then have fun. Make sure, most importantly, I have fun. I would actually give him one without the crust too, just to see what. Give, <laughs> right. give him the experience. See what, see what it is. See yeah. what he likes. What, what's the answers. Oh, okay. No, 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 both. Bravo. Excellent. Do you like to keep your life simple? I do. I do. Do you feel that there's a connection between that and what you do? Uh, maybe, subconsciously. Do you like to keep relationships simple? I do. 
I don't like a lot of drama. I don't like the games. Now, I'm over it. inevitably, yeah. mm -hmm. things are not simple. They're complicated. Yes. Life and so, is very complicated. how do you cope with that? If you prefer um, simplicity so much. A lot of things give me anxiety. Do you try to simplify <laughs> complicated things in life? Yeah, I do, which is avoiding oh. them. Yeah. Which is what? <laughs> avoiding them. Avoiding sometimes. them. Okay, yeah. yeah. And what about controversial, complicated current events that you're not even directly involved with, but mm -hmm. things that are just happening in the news, wars and yeah, they whatever, bother me. or other things. If you're so used to simplifying things, but these are very gray situations, how do you avoid making them simple and making them black and white issues? Sometimes I don't. Yeah. Your job, though, however, is to wrap your head around complicated things mm -hmm. and present them in simplified terms. Right. Not necessarily simplifying the thing itself. Right. Yeah, exactly. I so it's really just a way of understanding things in an understandable way that are complex. Yeah. That, I say that's And accurate. do you do that with other no. things? No. No. Yeah. Maybe some things I try to, but the last example that you had, I, I can't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got it. Well, look, thank you for being here with us and yeah, talking to us about a probably overlooked aspect of everyday life. I, I appreciate that. Thank you guys for having me. This was fun. Our guest has been Kelsey. Our engineer is Aaron Bruntgart. Thank you to Donnie Devonian for being here. If you like the show, feel free to look it up on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts. You can rate and review it, if you like the show, that is. My name is Brent Weinbach. The name of the program is Pointed Questions. Thank you for listening.